This is the Monday After the Meeting. None of our participants get paid, and we don't speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. Enjoy the show. Got a little island. Vibe. We've yet to we've yet yes. to do a little little. Got that reggae mm. vibe going. That's what I'm talking about. I think uh, it fits well with the. I don't know if it's the if you want to call it the elephant in the room, but we got a new uh, got something going on here. Yeah, we got a new. If you're set. on Zoom with us only. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast audio, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing to you. Zero. Yeah. But I, I, sh- I shed some blood putting this thing together the other day. So. so for those of you who are on Zoom who have been here before, you may notice the background is different. It's different. Set. We've got a new set. we got a set. And you'll see once we turn to our other camera, the it set only took gets 25 even better. Episodes. It only- <laughs> We've been talking about building a set for a long time. Oh, we man. talked about a, a, a unveiling at the beginning of season two, but then I think something happened. You couldn't make it. Somebody got sick or something. Yeah, Chris yeah, has yeah. You know, kids, yeah, young kids. Fucking kids got me sick. Again. sick so. You know what I mean? Um, but Chris came over. I just to my house out. by himself, solo. The, the other morning, yeah. he was like, I'm coming by, man, and getting it done. I'm just going to get it and done. And I got it's home, and it was me. just done. It was done. Yeah. And you said you bled. You 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 but bled for this. It's embarrassing. So Tell I got it. a new tape measure. Yeah. And that thing snaps back at like 100 miles Like when hour. you release Yeah, the, when you release it. It just... And it just caught my finger. Wow. And I was like, oh, it was so painful. You got to have some soft fingers for that to catch your finger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude. <laughs> for your a tape I, measure. I, to, <laughs> so, I work two hours a day. That's true. I don't do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's soft. It's soft. That's, <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's a good sign. You put in a lot of... I mean, hey. Yeah, I like doing this stuff, yeah. though. I just wish I were more competent. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's exciting. Yeah. I can't wait to show everybody the rest of the set, which you'll see once we introduce our guest yeah. here. But why don't we get into We've got a couple this. big books. Despite what Jerry thinks, we do read it down uh, up here in Maryland. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. This is the meeting after the meeting. Meeting. I'm John. I'm Chris. Welcome to episode 25. A quarter. I can't believe it. A quarter. They will give you a quarter to life. That's it. They're gonna get. (laughs) We're we're a quarter. We're a quarter in here. Yeah. It's been a a fun ride, and and I'm excited. We got a great show tonight. Got a great Great guest. Great friend of ours for years now. Moved back to the area somewhat recently, and I found out, and I was like, we got to get him on. Get him on. Before we get get there. Let me just say real quick, the meeting after the meeting is a podcast that is recorded live on Zoom every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Then the audio is put on all podcast streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music. You can find all of our info at our link tree, which is TMATM live. TMATM and also on Instagram. We're Instagram. I think we're building up a little bit of a base there. If you're not following <laughs> us, oh, by the way, on Instagram, please do help yeah, us out. Yeah, TMATM Live. Take pity. Take yeah. We're we're trying. We're not as 
We're not yeah, as popular I mean, as our guests, our, our sketch of the week guests tonight. I know they're they're fire. Shank and Wayne, they are Instagram. They're they're popping it. off. Yeah. We're, that's another thing I should mention. We've got a great sketch this week. We've got some of our uh, our friends from another podcast. They were on in season one. Yep. They they we got such good feedback. We're bringing them back for season two. Yeah. Shank and Wayne, and they've got they've mixed up their their yeah. bit a little bit here, so it should be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be. I good. heard a little bit about it. I'm excited. So I got the spelling sorted. You got we got the slides sorted out chris was able to get past a fifth grade reading level today. that scared me a little bit uh, hey, hey that's hey, all right hey you know hey you've done well for somebody who can't spell i've done so. well yeah. i mean we all have our strengths i've got people we, for that i've got people yeah. for that now we do let's let's introduce our producer gabe what's what up? up everyone what's up? how's it going doing pretty well how are you feeling tonight with all this? It was a lot going on tonight getting this ready. A lot. You know, some alcoholics sometimes struggle with change. Um, mm. But dude, now, dude, now I'm sober, dude. I welcome it, dude. You welcome it. Gives it. me fire. Gives me fired up. You like yeah. it. A little yeah. bit of change, yeah. I think you it's you better. scared. It's change for the better. No. Yeah. You weren't scared. I like no. that. Gabe took control scared. of the cameras, got every sort of zoomed right. I'm becoming more of a producer like you every are. day. It's Everybody thinks you're like, I was talking to somebody the other day and they know that you're the producer for this and they're like, we got to get Gabe shooting some video for this thing. And I was like, oh, no. Like, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand. Gabe <laughs> is not like that guy, but everybody thinks you are. Yeah, so yeah. you may want to run with that. Uh, you know, just like just set myself some, up. Some I'm just going to start. So I'm just going to start. You make it, dude. I mean, that's. No, you know, I'm just going to start signing me. you up for these gigs. I'm like, yeah, call Gabe up. Dude, He'll do it. He's dripping in sweat. <laughs> no, I'm like trying to find We don't want to share Gabe with anybody. He's, 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 he's all. You a wedding in. photographer? Yeah, Gabe will do it. dude. I'm in this for the love of the game, yeah. not yeah. the skill. Yeah. I don't bring anything the, but love. And the burrito bowl. And, and, the, bur yeah. and the burrito bowl with a with which by <laughs> with the, the way, with a tortilla on the side. Hey, tonight, Gabe. I filled that one up. Gabe was like, I he come in, came in, he was like, I'm so <laughs> hungry, and so he always gets a tortilla on the side, and usually he'll make half a burrito with it, save the other half. He just emptied this like double meat, like full burrito. Couldn't even fold it. Couldn't even fold it. Busted, right? didn't it? Bust. Did it busted? bust? Busted a little bit, oh, but I got yeah. the tin foil though. Yeah, he was he was Wrapped using the tin foil yeah, like, like a, a, like a big metal <laughs> set of britches just yeah. holding that thing up, <laughs> keeping that thing nice and tight. I think that's all our right, cue. Stop. That was our yeah, cue. All right, nice. let's let's get crazy. Let's. Uh, all right, well, Gabe, I won't even ask you about your week. I'm assuming your week went well. Yeah, I actually hit on sneakers app for all the sneakerheads out there who keep getting the L's. I got a W today. You got a W. All yeah, right. yeah. I got it. So hey, for, for, you, for all you sneakerheads, know that it's not all L's out there. <laughs> You guys might be getting L's, but I got a W today. So if you didn't get the shoes today, it's because I got them. Stop. Gabe stole those those sneakers from you. So all right. Well, let's get let's let's introduce our guest. Yeah, he, he's somebody who Finally. we've known for it. a long time. He he was a member of our our old home group we were part of for for many years, and he moved away, and he's back now. Let's welcome Greg F from Ashburn, Virginia. All right. Hey, guys. Hey, how's hey, it going? Thanks, man. It's great to see you guys. Also it's been a while, hasn't it? Also known as Alaska Greg. Alaska Greg. That's his nickname. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, I was telling somebody today, Greg, yeah, Greg F's going to be on. And they were like, Greg F. I said, Alaska Greg. And they go, oh, yeah, I'm tuning in. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I was at a meeting uh, a couple of weeks ago, the one on Monday night. And this girl came up to me afterwards and she heard me share and she goes, oh, you're Alaska Greg. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, yeah, it's so great to meet you. Like, yeah. I didn't have a clue who she was. Yeah. 
Well, it's your, your name has traveled. It's, it's traveled. It's a pot. You're, you've yeah. made it. That's when you know you've made it. You didn't even know who she was. Yeah, I'm just playing Greg in Alaska. That's, well, that's what I was just thinking about. I was like, <laughs> most of us, like, I got my nickname when I got sober. Right. When you were sober, you couldn't have been Alaska Greg because you were in Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we won't talk about sense. what my nickname was in Alaska <laughs> at that time. <laughs> yeah. I actually, be, I was wondering, I was like, yeah. did you have a nickname in Alaska? We could talk you about like, it. We could get talking about it. He looks like he had a nickname. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I had a couple, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but get into it. The Alaska Greg name when you moved down here, yeah, kind of that caught on. It's it's kind of stuck, and actually, um, there'll be other people. Even when I was living in Alabama, somebody tried to say Alabama Greg. I was like, no, nah, <laughs> it's, it's Alaska. It's, Greg. it's a la- It could have been yeah. Maryland Greg. It could have been down in Alabama. It could be right? Virginia Greg. Virginia now, Greg. Yeah. But yeah. what's what what I think uh, you know is interesting is. Um, what was I gonna say? I just <laughs> totally blanked on it. It's something to do with your something to do with the nickname, but I can't remember now. I'm the know. oldest guy here. Come on, John. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, so many things going on. Nareva. Let's Look keep for it Nareva. going. Let, let's yeah. keep it going. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember it after. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, it's, a, it, it, we, it's Alaska, so that's where you hit bottom. Yeah, that's yes. that's where I hit you bottom, know. and that's where I got sober. And it was a pivotal part in your story is really that that time you spent there is really what defines you now yeah. your sobriety definitely it yeah. is and uh, actually my nickname up there was cop killer uh based, <laughs> on, right. based on the based on the yeah. situation of how i ended up getting sober yeah I never killed anyone but that was uh that was the nickname in jail and it carried on into the prison right. yeah well before yeah. we get to all that let's yeah. let's start with the stats yeah. Yeah. of course hey everybody i'm greg i'm an alcoholic and thanks guys again for having me i love yeah. you guys man um, you know, I got sober September 23rd, 2011, nice. and uh, didn't even think I was an alcoholic. I, I have a sponsor who knows he's my sponsor. Yeah, He's uh, there in Vienna, and uh, I see him once a week. I've got a home group. Uh, it's up in Leesburg, Virginia. It's uh, the Sunday Spirituality Group at the Club Loud, Club 12 and Loudon, Loudon Club, I think. Do you have to be I'm, spiritual to go there? Uh, you know, I think... <laughs> Would they let me in? Oh, yeah. You'll fit in great. No worries. All of us fit in. If I saw that in like a where and when or like, I would just be like, man, that's not not a meeting I'm going to. (laughs) When I got sober, that was the last type of meeting I ever wanted to go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you were uh, new. Yeah. If I was new, because I was a newcomer. I didn't didn't even think I was an alcoholic at that time. Yeah. Mm. You know, but uh, this meeting is, you know, we go through the 12 steps every week. One, One week, one step per week. And you're no stranger to moving around. You're no stranger to relocating your AA program, you seem to dive in wherever you go. That was one of my biggest fears yeah. when I left Alaska because I got sober up to, I think I was almost almost eight years Yeah, I was going to say, how long were you up in Alaska before you moved down? Um, eight years. Eight, I, eight years. I, I, got, I went up there, I was working on a uh, project, and I went out one night, and we'll talk, I can talk about that here in a little bit, yeah, but yeah. Um, I ended up going to prison or jail and not being able to leave the state. Yeah. And in the end, in 2018, actually five years ago this month, I came down here scared to death and I got hooked up with Midtown and yeah. Uh, yeah. all the guys. That's where I met you guys and, yeah. and my, yeah. my first sponsor down here. And uh, good. it's been, it took me a little while to get adjusted. <laughs> I will say that. But <laughs> it was little, the same type. Little different. Of, but it was the same type of that rigorous, right. frothy, emotional appeal yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. with the AA that we were talking about before mm-hmm. the meeting, you know, strict. Sponsorship yeah. was Must tough up home there. group. Yeah. yeah. Get service. Yeah. Get involved. Help me. All yeah. of those things, you know, yeah, and yeah. it got me straight. And I had hit such a deep bottom that I had just said, you know, I, I'm going to just tell me what to do. Yeah. 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 I get that. So 
why don't we get into it? Why don't sure. you tell us a little bit, uh, we call this the three W's, what you're like, what happened and what you're like now. Uh, and, and, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Sounds good. Hey, you know, I grew up in a little town in Illinois. My mom was a nurse. She was, I was a little mama's boy. I had a brother and a baby sister. Um, she was 12 years younger than me and, and I just didn't feel like I belonged. And, uh, there's a whole lot of stories I could tell you about all the crazy stuff I did as a little kid, but you know, at 15, I was in love with this cheerleader, and she asked me to go to a party. And I was like, yeah, and a bunch of us piled in her car, and she pulled out a six-pack of Miller High Life mm. with champagne mm. of beers. And she went, <laughs> psh, popped open there that tab. Go. and Could have been worse. That was the first time I blacked out. Yeah. The first time very, I drank, first time good. I blacked out. And, you know, I spent the next 35 years. <laughs> didn't look much different. Nope, it did not. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> you know, I went to college. I joined a fraternity because they drank like I wanted to drink, and yeah. it was the alcohol was free. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I have countless stories of like being dropped off in New Orleans because I was drunk. And <laughs> the next day trying to figure out how to get back to Hattiesburg. I was yeah. going to college. Hattiesburg, Hattiesburg Mississippi. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, and I ended up meeting the woman that I would marry and we got, she got pregnant, we got married, we joined the military and off I went. There's my first geographical. And I took off and was in the military. I was a survival instructor in the military. And it was, we played hard. Mm -hmm. We worked hard. We play hard, you know. Let, let me ask you a question. Because yeah. I've heard this about you. Yeah. How long do you think you'd last on Alone? Have you ever heard of the show Alone? I haven't heard of the show Alone. It's like a survival show. Oh. They put them out there in the middle of nowhere. They got to live off the land. You know, that seems to be, every time I tell people that, they ask me about going out, you know, like naked and afraid and stuff like, like that. that. It yeah. would be like but you're that, not naked. But you're by yourself. <laughs> And you oh. have to get your own forage, your own food, water. And they actually do it a lot of time up in Alaska yeah. in places yeah. like that. Yeah. I actually, part of my training was going out oh, for, okay. for a, a week with no, nothing. You're um, out there all alone, nothing. They I didn't actually know that take about away part you. of your clothing. Yeah. I didn't they know that. They take away your clothing. You. Really? Yeah. Okay. You come up with So you really are naked. You're not naked, but you know, you're afraid. You're <laughs> Yeah. So you give yourself a week on that show. I'd give myself more than a week on that okay. show. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. I like that. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of fat to burn. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. something they do. It they, is. They, the yeah. big winners always gain the most <laughs> yeah, weight. Exactly. Usually. You know? I think I'd do pretty good. Uh, I couldn't start a fire with sticks to save oh, my life. I could do that. <laughs> now I've done that too. But That's great. You know, and the military was fantastic. It it actually made me a man, to be honest with you, because. Uh, but what I did, I wanted to drink like a man, and I had no clue how to drink. And we, the military, just it was great. It was accepted. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. in trouble, you know. And the the wing commander was like, "You're such a great asset. We're not going to do anything to you." They actually told me I wasn't an alcoholic. Yeah, because I was a weekend warrior. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, with my mm -hmm. drinking, and I went to Desert Storm. And when you hear stuff it. like that, though, you're all it's. I I just believe it immediately. I don't. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know. Oh, yeah. you're a weekend warrior. Don't worry about yeah. it. You know what I mean? And that's what I thought. And yeah. now when, you know, and later when I would learn what it really means to be an alcoholic. Yeah. I've yeah. been an alcoholic since the first time I ever had a drink. Because mm -hmm. I've never been able to control how much I drink from the first time I drank. Yeah. And even in the desert, I drank, even though we were in a Saudi country. Yeah. You know, but let, let's fast forward a little bit. I think one of the things that one of the things that I want to talk about that I think really changed me and you you had highlighted it, I think, a little bit was, you know, when I, I ended up going on and getting my Ph.D. and becoming a marine biologist. And what I ended up doing was I was running a team of, of uh, marine mammal 
people. And we had a project right out here off New Jersey. Actually, it, it's kind of funny how I've come full circle. It yeah. was for the offshore wind. Mm. And a plane, the plane, uh, the people on the plane called me and said, we don't feel comfortable. We don't want to fly. The company said, they fly or you're all fired. I said, fine, fire us. And they flew anyway. And the plane crashed. Mm. The pilot and one of my best friends were killed. And two other people were injured severely. Mm. And I blamed myself for that. And that was a, that was a fork in the road mm. for me in drinking. And I was, that was in uh, 2008. Yeah. And at that point, all the, I, the yets had never happened. I had never gotten in trouble you know, with the law or anything like that. Right. And I started throwing away corks to bottles. And I was married a second time. She, uh, I came home from Hawaii. I had spent all our, all our money, uh, that particular month on, you know, strip clubs and stuff like that and drinking, mm -hmm. came home. She had, the, the house was in foreclosure, the truck was gone. Uh, my dog was gone. She took my dog, all the money, no bills had been paid. And so I just, I called some people and I said, Hey, can I come up to Alaska? And that was when, uh, you know, the drinking really kicked in because nobody, I had no control. I was working at a job. I was making great money, yeah. but nobody was, nobody was holding me mm. back. And on the night of September, you know, 22nd, we were doing some per, some project work. I went out with a buddy. We had a couple of drinks. He said, you're going to be okay. I said, yeah. And I went to a club fantasies on fifth there in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> and when I came out at one o'clock in the morning, instead of going right to go one way, the, the correct way, I went left and drove 18 miles up the Glen highway on the wrong side of the highway doing 85 miles an hour. And at about the 17 mile mark, the police officer pulled in front of me and I hit him head on doing 85 miles an hour. Thankfully the police officer didn't die, but uh, you know, crushed my chest. And that was what, that was the last night that I had a drink mm. was the morning of, or that evening yeah. of the 22nd. And I called the 23rd of September, 2011, last time I ever had a drink. And, uh, you know, I would proceed to go through a process there where I was in the hospital for eight weeks in intensive care. I actually died on the table. They brought me back that mm -hmm. night. And, uh, I, I, you know, I was, I was such a victim the whole time. I blamed everything on everybody else. Mm -hmm. But it was uh, six months later when I was in, in jail and the PO came to me and she said, you know, Greg, we've got, we've got a bed for you to go to a rehab center. I'm like, oh, great. And she said it was the Salvation Army. I'm like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. That's God. That's yeah. God. No, no, no. I'm not religious. I'm atheist. Oh. And she said, well, it's either that or you stay here. And I'm like, oh, sign me up. Where did I sign the paperwork? Yeah. And it was my first surrender <laughs> in the program. Yeah. And it was there that I met my sponsor, the home group that I ended up getting. Uh, was Glacier Group in Anchorage, Alaska. They meet up there on Wednesdays and Saturday nights. And uh, What was that like, you know, getting to the Salvation Army? At this point, had you ever heard of Alcoholics Anonymous? You know, the funny thing is, one time in the military, somebody said, have good luck in AA. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> yeah, about, dude? You yeah. Not a good than, sign. You drank more than I did. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't a good sign. And people, other people would tell me yeah. throughout my drinking, mm -hmm. Greg, you need to slow down. Don't tell me to slow down. You know, F off. Oh, yeah. I hated yeah. people like you know? that. And, and the marriage that I was in at the time, she goes, oh, I think you're an alcoholic. I said, you wouldn't know an alcoholic if it bit you in the ass. You know? <laughs> so the negativity, right, the ugliness. The, yeah. I, because at that time, I identified with being an alcoholic as not having a job, mm -hmm. drinking out of a paper bag. Right, homeless. And living, on, yeah, yeah. living, mm -hmm. in a, living under a bridge, yeah, right? Yeah, me too. 
Yeah. That's how I identified it. And my dad was an alcoholic, mm. you know, and he used to come home and beat us. I didn't beat my kids. I didn't beat yeah. my wives, you know. Yeah. Um, hell, I had a PhD. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I studied hard for that. So, right. so you, you get to the Salvation Army with your PhD and, you know, thinking everything, you know, you got this great and you're introduced to AA and you said you met your sponsor there just for a minute. What was, how did you, you know, what did that look like? Did he bring a meeting in there? Uh, did he 12 step you right there? What, what was kind of your introduction? That's a great question. Cause I mean, we, where we met was at our home group, right? Mm-hmm. And then you guys had asked me to start going up to a, to a treatment center. Yeah. Exact same thing. Mm-hmm. They were carrying H&I in there and carrying the message. Yeah. And this one guy came up. He was like 25 years younger than me, and he was, you know, trying to pull the – get me to get him to be my sponsor. And, and this other guy came up, and he said, I got another guy who I want you to talk to. So he brought him in, and the guy was a former Air Force guy. He was a couple mm-hmm. years younger than me. We had both evidently drank in the exact same bar on the exact same night mm-hmm. in wow. Panama City, Panama. That's a small, yeah. Right after what are the uh, odds just of cause. That? Yeah. yeah, what are the odds, right? And uh, he, he, walked, he sat down with me and he said, you know, you've got an ego the size of the world. That ego is going to kill you if you don't, aren't ready to, to, to just surrender. Mm-hmm. And he listened to me and he walked me through the steps. And he, he took that three-letter G-O-D, that word that I just despised, and he'd ask me the questions like, group of drunks, does that make sense? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Grace over drama. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, finally he goes, all right, you arrogant son of a bitch. Greg's own director. I was like, ah, oh, that works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ego, right? Yeah. And um, through service, you know, taking, a, taking a, a position there at my home group, being of service, you know, we went, we went uh, snowmobiling one weekend, and I cooked for everybody. And I'm not sponsoring anybody at this time. You know, I'm not barely a year. I had to ask my PO to go, you know. You still have to ask your PO yeah, to go on a I little I did at there. that time. You know, and there. this was before I was sentenced. Yeah. yeah. But I was two years sober before I finally went before the judge to be sentenced. Yeah. That courtroom was filled up. So a lot had changed. A yeah. whole lot, a lot had, had changed. changed. Two, just two years. Good for you. Yeah. You know, and I showed up to that, my home group meeting, every, every night that we had the meetings, I went to two other meetings. I was able to go to four meetings a week. He wanted me to go to one meeting a day and I couldn't get that. And at the time there were no Zoom meetings. Yeah, yeah. But when I went to get sentenced by the judge, the court was filled with half of the courtroom was the, the police officers supporters. The other half was AA. And I had a stack 12 inches high of letters from the people in my home group saying what a change I had I had gone through. Yeah. Now, a lot of them were taking bets that when I got out of prison, I was going to go drink it again. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah. fact was, even my sponsor, you know, said it to the judge. He goes, he's doing the program, but I can't guarantee he's going to stay sober. I yeah. can't tell say he's going to stay sober any more than I am. Right, yeah. It's a day, one day at a time, a daily reprieve. Yeah. I got hit with eight years flat. Now, originally I was facing 32 years. So it's an improvement. A little bit of an improvement, <laughs> but I was hoping to get three yeah. years with all of it on ankle monitor. What right? is that moment, you know, what does that feel like, that moment you hear that you've been doing this program, you, you're trying to have this faith and believe. Imagine. What does that feel like in that moment? For me, it was the, it was the epitome of, of being even, feeling like I was even worse than mm-hmm. I was when, after the car wreck had happened. Because I did try to kill myself in jail. And the problem was... 
the, the airline tubing that I put around my neck broke. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, um, they put me in solitary confinement for 24 hours, stripped naked, Yeah, you know, and this was even worse at that moment. Mm. Now I'm going to tell you the part that, that I think it, I didn't realize it at the time, but when I look back now, this was God doing for me what I could not do for myself. When I got sentenced, he put me on a bus. They put me on a bus to go back to Goose Creek out in Mosilla, Alaska. And I sat between two guys who were my age. And they both had been paying attention. They heard me talking. And they just turned to me. And these guys aren't in AA. And they said, hey, Greg, we're going to, we've both been, we've got 80 years between us for murder. Mm. You're, this is not the end of the world. And they, they started telling me how to act. You do the time. Don't let the time do you. When you get there, volunteer to do all these different things before long the time. That was the first time somebody was telling me how to behave in prison. Yeah. That was the biggest fear I ever had in my life. Yeah. But what ended up happening was I walked into the, to the mod. A damn officer offered me Coke, meth, and alcohol. He goes, I hear you got a really shitty deal. Here you go. Do you want that? I'm like, no, dude. I've been sober this long. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and that guy would eventually go to prison, by the way. Mm. But the next day, the mod officer came to me and he goes, Fully come here, you know, you're gonna go to gonna go to life skills and substance abuse training. I already did, and I I had already done, you know, tr- treatment. He goes, Are you refusing? I said, Hell no, I'm not refusing. So I went to that. The very next day a guy came and said, Hey, we want you to go work out at the farm. So I spent the rest of my 21 months working on a farm, taking care of animals, doing tomatoes, baling hay, doing things as a, as a 54, 50, how old was I? 40, 42, 43 year old, you know, um, doing things that all the, the 18, 19, 20 year olds mm. couldn't do. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it gained me respect and I lost than that being locked up. Yeah. Damn yeah. straight. It was, I got yeah. to live in little, little trailers Yeah, and they, they, you know, they respected it. They, you know, and the, and the guards and everything, they came to respect it. And when I got out, I, got, I ended up getting out early. Yeah. I got put directly, left up, left prison. And the old, uh, one of the guys let me live with him. Ankle monitor went on. And I went back to my home group and, I, you know, I just, it, it, everything started getting yeah. blowing up. And you guys know my story. You know, f- yeah. a couple of years later, man, fantastic yeah. things have been happening. Yeah. And that's on with the last couple of minutes before we move yeah. on to our topic. Why don't, why don't you just talk about, I, I, I love so many other parts of your story and yeah. we could talk about it for an hour, but talk about that, that moment. If you yeah. wouldn't mind when you got the call, maybe you realize you're moving down here yeah. to this area. Cause that's a big change. And even huge, that huge. many years sober to yeah. move, you know, that far away to not know anybody, sure. find a new home group. We've talked to a number of guests who have gone through that, but uh, from Alaska to Maryland, big jump. My sponsor and I were out fishing in Wasilla, or I'm sorry, in uh, Prince William Sound, and I had just caught a, a halibut that was the size of this table. <laughs> mm. And I thought, man, my life can't get any better. And I had applied. My sponsor told me to apply for That's a federal right. position. Right. And I'm like, Kelly, I'm never going to get this. He goes, I don't care. You do the work. God and you're not going to get it because of your record. Because of the, I'm a felon. You're you're a felon. You're a felon, you know? Yeah. And still, and still, I am still a felon. I'll always at the table. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> We're all felons at this table. <laughs> FYI. Yeah. Gabe? Is Gabe? Nah. 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 But the really interesting thing was when we got back in the boat and we got cell coverage, I said, Kelly, I've got eight emails from, or eight voice messages. He 
said, well, let's play him. I'm like, I don't want to listen to this. He goes, just play him. <laughs> and the, the person on the other end said, Greg, we, we're going to offer you this job. We know, your, we know your history. We know your story. We believe you, you deserve a second chance. Mm. Do you want to leave that beautiful state of Alaska to come here to D.C.? And six weeks later, I packed up five bags and a couple of boxes, and I got picked up by Andy H. Mm-hmm. And we went and saw Jose C. Yep. And Matt B. Yep. Was my, had become my sponsor. I can yep. tell you a funny story how that came about. But, yeah, and, that, and my life has been miraculous ever yeah. since. And, and I was somebody that would sit in the home group and whine and cry because my life would never get any better. I'm a federal employee now with a record. And I'm about to be able to retire from the government. I, I ask people this all the time, and I want to ask you this because you have this kind of story, and I have, I have this kind of story too. I wonder if my if my life would be better had all that stuff not happened to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I think about my life now. I wouldn't trade a thing. I love it. I love my family, my wife, my kids, my AA, my community, my friends. Yeah. I just like if someone would if someone came to me and they're like, you I can snap my fingers, you can go back before you ever took a drink or a drug. I I would say I'm fine. I, I value yeah. that stuff. I value it. The pain, the, the all the stuff that I went through, has enriched my life. Do you feel the same way? My life has been more greater than I ever ever imagined. Yeah. Even before I That's realized amazing. I was an alcoholic, it, it's it, unbelievable. It blows me away. Me. Yeah. You know, the only thing that I would change is I wish I could go back and remove the harm. And of the course. hurt of that course. I called other, but but yeah. I believe that I am the person I am today. Yeah. yeah, and I love the person I am today. And I'll say something about that though. Even even though some of those relationships are better than they were, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I've caused harm, but I went back. I made amends. Sure, those those relationships have taken turns and 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 have grown in ways that probably wouldn't have you know before that. Now you know you don't want to ever hurt anybody, but. It's funny that you still feel the same way. It feels yeah. like, you know, and, and I, I just came back from the Gulf of Mexico where I was with my kids, my, my 38, 39 year old daughter, who's still trying to find her way in life. Mm-hmm. And my son, they both have seats in this room if we can ever get him to come. But, you know, I blew up my life with my daughter yeah. and we now have a great relationship. Yeah. I, I get to take care of my grandkids. And not all of it gets fixed. No, nope. I get that. No, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, but yeah, but I have, I have a life I wouldn't trade. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for that question. I think that's yeah. a very solid question. Let's move on to our topic for the week. And this is something that it's one of my favorite kind of parts, of, favorite couple lines here. It's out of the third step. Uh, it's out of how it works, actually. Page 62, uh, part of the third step reading. It says, selfishness, self-centeredness, that we think is the root of our troubles. Then it goes on to say, about a paragraph down, above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must or it kills us. Uh, and I love that just because of the simplicity of what this says. My my mind was so clouded when I came into AA. I had so many fears of things like, you know, I was I was I violated my probation. I was going back to jail. I was thinking about I need my license back. I need a better job. I need these things. And it took me some time to kind of thaw out and understand what this is saying here is that at my core, I'm selfish and self-centered. And if I'm if I'm not going to uh, get rid of that selfishness, I'm going to die. And usually that death is going to come from me drinking again and yeah. ruining my life. What is, Chris, what's your experience with that? I, I did not, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't surprised when I heard that. 
But I didn't, you know, if you're new to Alcoholics Anonymous, I mean, you're going to think, you know, you're going to think, well, I'm an alcoholic because, because, because of my drinking, mm. <laughs> you know, and it's like, that's really the furthest from the truth. I mean, the drink, drinking for us is the answer, yeah. you know, and, you know, if I look at, it, it all makes sense to me now, because if I look at my life, you know, before I started drinking, I was always selfish and self-centered. I mean, I was a felon before I ever started drinking, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the sad truth. I mean, I was not a great guy before I started drinking. And when I started drinking, I found that I could be a bad guy like I've always been and without the guilt, hmm. you know, and that's what drinking did for me. It, it, it allowed me to be a piece of shit hmm. and, and, and be selfish and self-centered and not feel bad about it. Hmm. And um, so getting sober, I mean, it, it really was like, yeah, obviously, you know, I've lived my life by this selfish agenda that I'm willing to implement at all costs, no matter who it hurts. Yeah. And that made a lot of sense to me, you know, and, um, but you don't, you're not going to know that if you're not in the book, if you're not talking to somebody that's in the book. No. And, and I think that the thing about it though, for me, and, and I get what you're saying, the hard part for me was I had this idea when I got sober, I was like, okay, now I just need to shoot this straight line with my life. And that means right. get the job, do these things. And that alone, the circumstances, yeah, that alone was going to fix right. my alcoholism. Yeah. But what was, what was really, I think is, you know, and if you're new, this, this began, won't make sense. Like you said, but I needed to become unselfish through giving to others. Yeah. And that comes in the form of many things, but in Alcoholics Anonymous, the main way is to try to carry that message to another alcoholic. We talk a lot about it with those sober motivation. We do. We do. And, and how those of, may seem okay. A lot of love yourself. Yeah. A lot of love yourself. Yeah. And that's that kind of thing that I think naturally we're like, oh, I just, you know, I got to work out more. Yeah. I'll go to the meeting, yeah. but I got to work out. Yeah. I got to do this. I got to do that. And what I hear here is if I don't become unselfish through yeah. giving to others of my time more yeah. than anything. Service and self-sacrifice for others. I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, it's pretty straightforward here. They don't say this much, much in the book or anywhere. I don't know if they say it in any other place, maybe one of the places where it says it's going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, I can't agree more. You know, I think the, the part, once they removed, they put me in jail and I didn't have alcohol for six months. I was a caged tiger. I was ready to mm -hmm. kill anything and everything, you know, and here I am in a wheelchair. I've got a neck brace mm -hmm. on it. I've got my arm in a sling and I'm ready to fight people. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. But, you know, selfishness, self-centeredness. Delusional arrogance is what I call it. Yeah, 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 right. I didn't have the the liquid courage anymore. Yeah. Because I was pretty passive and calm until I drank. And because I was going to get. And that's what I did. I, I shared, I think, the other night at another meeting was I bulldozed everybody mm. when I was drinking out of arrogance. And never once did it ever occur to me to help others. Mm -hmm. No, I'm out for, I'm going to get mine. You know, and, and, you know, some of the relationships that I had were not healthy relationships, not just me, yep. but, but I certainly did not help it. But, you know, today, you know, I want to practice all of these principles in all of my affairs. And when I go to work now, I'm, I'm the person who wants to help others. You know, there's a person at work who I know has some issues, you know, and I'm there and I've, I've been, I've made it as an example, as an example. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm not going to call them out on it, but I'm, I'm setting an example for them. That's what I try to do. And I, you know, I'm setting that example for my kids, but I'm, I'm, you know, I've been, I've got the honor and the privilege of sponsoring five men 
And, you know, I want to be the best sponsor I can be. And every, I want to work with more guys yeah. because I, I want this happiness, this yeah. joy that I have in my life. That's what I want. Happy, joyous and free life. Well, they're going to do what you do, not what yeah. you say. Yeah, anyway. I, I agree. I think you're, I think yeah. you're dead on, Chris. I, I, yeah, I was talking to a new guy today, and I said, literally, on the phone, I said, AA, you know, if practice is a way of life, allows us, you know, to live in such a way where drinking is not necessary, mm-hmm. you know? And this selfishness and self-centeredness, this, this, this is a huge part of it, you know? To sort of try to live in a way that is other-centered is... Um, is really hard and it's like it's an ongoing it's an ongoing situation i mean i you know i am you're a smart guy you have a phd i wouldn't know what that's like but i would imagine that gives you a bit of a an ego from time to time you know what i mean just a little just a little you know so it's like chris and i always high school we didn't really do we didn't we we i got my gd yeah (laughs) well i graduated high school so but but we didn't do much but we still feel like we did (laughs) You know, and, and that is, that is, that's, if anything was going to, going to take me out is going to be my, that, that sort of like ego and taking yeah. your will back and, and, you know, don't worry, I got it. You know what I mean? All of that stuff. And, and it's just, it's a nightmare, you know? Yeah. I, what I'll, what I'll say is I think the simplest way for, for this selfishness and self-centeredness to be removed from me has been to work through the steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. 100%. It, it's oh, yeah. almost yeah. a... Uh, cause and effect kind of thing, you know, like this is what happens to me if I do this. You're forced to, yeah. at a minimum, really take a look at this and take some actions Wait that go against you look at yourself and self centered. Make amends, you know, you're helping other alcoholics, you're exactly. in service. The exactly. Three legacies. Yeah. Yep. So if you, you, you're going to kind of find that through this process. Yep. And I think more than ever for us all today who've been sober some time is we have to remember we have to continue. And that's it. Living yeah. that way. Yeah. That's why we're still going to meetings and helping people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing it. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, Gabe? That's why we're doing this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, and as long as I do that, as long as I'm being selfless, like you said, I don't need that drink. Yeah. But I don't need to blow that ego up either. Exactly. Because now I get the, I get the satisfaction out of just feeling like I'm a worthy individual. Yeah. 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 Well, let's move on to the next part of our show here. The newcomer tip of the week. Mm. We got, there we go. I like this. So if you don't know, we have a newcomer tip of the week every week and we try to think of something that maybe a newcomer would ask or be interested in knowing and a lot of the time might be afraid to ask because it seems like a stupid question or a simple question but i think they're important questions and this one's directly out of a pamphlet yeah and it says can i bring my family to an aa meeting and that's a good one I was at a meeting the other night and a younger guy was there and he had been picked up by another member of the group and he said, I'm really glad you met my parents tonight because they were really unsure about where I was going Mm -hmm. and who I was hanging out with. And so naturally, naturally. (laughs) And so that may be, you know, whatever it's, if it's them coming to the meeting, if it's a member of AA meeting your family when they pick you up, or if it's a phone call with maybe some of your family, anything like that is great. But that question, can you bring your family to an A meeting? Well, the answer is yes. If it's an open, open meeting, meeting of Alcoholics yeah. Anonymous yeah. and 
I would say in our area, a lot of meetings are open meetings. And when you look, whether it's in a meeting directory or an online directory, it generally is very clear whether that meeting is open or closed. But I will say this, people in AA are, you know, welcoming. So if you show up at any meeting and you got your folks there, I can guarantee you they're going to, they're going to accommodate you. Especially if you're young, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I was in Alaska at five years sober. My sister came up (laughs) from Tennessee and she goes, I've never been to one of these meetings. What's this going to be like? I said, well, come on, let's go find out. Yeah. People were phenomenal. Yeah. Great. You know, and she, they welcomed her and everything else. And, you know, she just shared with me recently, uh, about six months ago that, uh, she really fully understands now why mm-hmm. this is such a powerful program mm. because she got to go there and talk to people. Yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely bring your family. Bring them out. We, yeah. We'd love to meet them. We'd love to yeah. show them that you're, you're, you know, you're on the you're right path. Hands. You're, you're in good, good hands. hands. Yeah. Cause I know my family was not trusting me after I got sober because oh, I lied for yeah. so long about where yeah. I was going. So yeah. to have kind of be able to put a face to the name of who yeah. I was hanging out with and a place to, to the name yeah. was was very beneficial. And it's not like right when you're new, you, 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 you're still pretty much the same person, just not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it can appear to be like you're not doing anything good. Yeah. So well, yeah, my kids showed up for my one-year anniversary. They were up there in Alaska. And we went, we, our anniversary, we would do a, a, a countdown. Mm. And we did a barbecue. And I cooked 30 pounds of barbecue and took it. Yeah. Know, and they, they loved it. They don't ever want to go go to AA, but they loved going to the meetings. So it was great. <laughs> I had my I, I tell the story a lot. My mother, for the first year I was sober, every time I'd call her, she would answer the phone and say, "Is everything okay?" <laughs> that was how she would answer. I mean, she wouldn't even say, "Hey, John, yeah, yeah. is everything all right?" And yep. when I had a year, she flew up from Florida and came to my one year anniversary. And after that, when I called her, she no longer said, is everything okay? That's that's awesome. that's she came to Midtown and sat with my friends and got mm-hmm. to see me celebrate. And she said, she said, I, I What know. an impact, though, it makes yeah. on people. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It's, it was so important. And I saw it clearly after that, how important it was for her to just know that I was safe. Yeah. You know. My parents had been alive when I got sober. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Um, it's a gift, but it's a gift dude. for the yeah. new, for the newcomers the the question is, can you bring your family? And the answer is yes. Bring oh, them out, especially right. if it's an open meeting. Um, and if it's not like Chris said, I'm sure most likely the group's going to accommodate you if they, you know, 100%. At, at a minimum, they, you get to meet some people from the yeah. group for yeah. before and after the meeting. Definitely. So let's, uh, Let's move on here. All We're right. going to cut this this tip of the week a little short because we've got a special sketch. Mm. They uh, they came on as guests in season one, and we got a ton mm. of great feedback. I know some people who found their podcast that way. They are. Uh, I will say this. I I would more. I was saying this to Greg before the meeting about about Shank and Wayne. I said we're more like AA light probably compared to them. <laughs> they're really laying it down. They're giving it like the solid AA and we're yeah. just kind of here, you know, Catholic light, AA light yeah, is, like is AA us. Light. So, but, yeah, I mean, AA light. But gotcha. they are great. They do a great job. I love listening to their but podcast. But we got a cool set. We Yeah, we got a cool set. <laughs> they're, on, they're on Zoom. So we got one thing. Um, let's introduce for our sketch of the week, Shank and Wayne from Alcoholics Alive. And a segment that they do on their show this season called Big Book Meeting Shrapnel. Yes. What? What's up, guys? Shank and Wayne. What's happening? Yes. How are you? 
Doing well, doing well. We're here to we're here to bust all the froth. <laughs> oh, oh, already so froth taking shots. The froth, oh, here we go. froth shots busters. Across the there they the go. Froth busters. I told him. I said. I said. Wayne, I said. You know, they may. I said they may call our show frothy a little bit. So you know, hey, we're it's but, all right. We got a no. There's a message for everybody. There's I guess. a message for hey, everybody. We we might we may call your show frothy, but we wouldn't do it on your show. We would do it. They <laughs> do it on there. Listen to our show. Yeah, to yeah. Give yeah. Real feedback. Yeah. You yeah. know, we got to deliver it in a palatable way up here. It's a little. It's a little different. You know, so we got to serve it like they want it. You know what I mean? I was listening. Well, we understand. We had a we had a good big book shrapnel schedule, but John shot it down when he heard which one it was. <laughs> he vetoed the shrapnel. I'd like to. I'd like to hear what got vetoed. <laughs> Some other we saved that for another tonight. episode. Yeah, <laughs> but why? Why don't so first yeah, off, let's get into it. Welcome and and thank you guys for for being here on the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about maybe tell us quickly about Alcoholics Alive and then tell us about this segment and how it came about. Shank, you got it. Hit it, Jerry. Well, Alcoholics Alive, we're a uh, we're a audio podcast weekly. Recovered AA members talk about how they practice AA as a way of life. We, um, we've been going now since January of this year and uh, got quite a few followers and listeners, so we appreciate all the, all the support we've had. But we, we just try to keep the program simple, straight out of the book, try to dispel what AA is and what AA is not. Mm. And um, we used to do a segment called Meeting Shrapnel where we took slogans that we heard or that people sent to us from AA meetings or treatment centers. And we would kind of discuss them and decide whether we wanted to keep them or scrap them. Most of them got scrapped. Let's <laughs> uh, say 90 plus and, percent. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we moved into a new one this season called big book shrapnel mm. where we just take sayings or idioms from the big book and read them and discuss them and, we don't scrap them. We, we can call for a translation. Just if you know the general service conference is translating the big book into what they call plain language because people like me and Shank, we've got third and, <laughs> third and fifth grade educations. Some rocket scientists at GSO decided that we didn't know how to read. So they're, they're translating the book. Are they really doing that? Yes. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, Man. we won't kill any time on it. But Greg, Greg can read it fine. PhD. <laughs> no, I don't think so. so. There's been a lot of questions I have to ask about that. Anyway, we'll. Uh, so we're going to get Shank to kind of go through it all. She's the big book shrapnel expert, and she is a, a master translator too. So if you don't like the saying, she can translate it for you. And we're actually helping the. Literature Trustees Committee at GSO <laughs> uh, save some money. All right. We're trying all those to. Consultants. Some yeah. basic. Do you send them your podcast? <laughs> so yeah, we got. They so don't want it. <laughs> they don't want to hear from us. So what's so basically what's going to happen is you all have three different big book meeting shrapnels and we'll go yep. through them and Shank's going to, I guess, read them all and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Where do you all want to start? What was the first one we we? Oh, it's up on the screen there. Can you see it? All right, our big oh. book shrapnel number one is steerage to captain's table. So if you have a book you want to follow along or you want to look up, look this up later, it's on page 17. 
Uh, here is the paragraph that it comes from. It says, we are average Americans. All sections of this country and many of its occupations are represented, as well as many political, economic, social, and religious backgrounds. We are people who normally would not mix. But there exists among us a fellowship, a friendliness, and an understanding which is indescribably wonderful. We are like the passengers of a great liner the moment after rescue from shipwreck when camaraderie, joyousness, and democracy pervade the vessel from steerage to captain's table. Mm. That's a mouthful. Is that kind of like (laughs) soup to nuts? The only reason that I'm the one that... uh, has to read this is because I don't know what half of it means. I, this is like a old joke from Wayne. Of like, let's make her do it. Oh wow! Yeah. So what? How do you break that down? I mean, from steerage to captain's table. Yeah, I have no idea. What well, I'm glad means. that you asked. So, do you even know what the steerage or the captain's table in a ship is? I'm yes. assuming they're not together. <laughs> Opposite sides of the, of the That's boat, perhaps. Very good. I, I graduated high school. <laughs> I, it, Greg, Greg, knows. What do you think, Greg, 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 knows. I, 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 you know, I already, he already know. looked it up. Jerry, you know, Wayne up. and I talked about this this morning, so yeah, I kind of so already know. I'm not going to say much, but. I bet Greg knows. He's got a PhD and he's in marine by. By the way, Greg's like that like job Listen, that everybody wants. I do just want to say this is not marine. any hate to Greg, but I know people with PhDs that do not seem no. that smart. I'm sure no. Greg is. If you got to know me better, you'd be like, how the hell did you get a PhD? <laughs> Believe me. Um, hey, I think that's very impressive. But I'm just is, saying. Yeah. She's wild. She's no, firing I mean, off. I've been out on a lot of ships. That's you know, how you know. Yeah, That's how you know. And the steerage, the compartment is the 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 dregs of the ship. Uh, yes. And uh, the captain's table is only the high affluent people. So it's everything in between. Mm. Yep. Mm. Exactly. So it is like soup to nuts. From soups. To, yeah. You you hit the nail on the head. Just amazing. Um, I didn't doubt you. For the, a second, the, the vision I, I have either. from it is like in Titanic when Leo goes down to the bottom of the ship <laughs> and hangs out with exactly. with, with uh, you know where she goes down and hangs out with Leo and all the you know the poor people yeah, and then this. she takes him. How up. did you weave in a Titanic yeah. reference? It's the only ship movie I've seen. Episode twenty five. I had to. Yeah. I had to. Titanic. Did you cry? Did you cry during yeah. Titanic? Yeah, it's, you did, didn't you? I don't know. I mean, when 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 there was no room Peasants on the piece of royalty, Leo yeah. could have got up on that. He could have <laughs> got, got, got up, up on that. that That's why this show's frothy. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Well, listen. <laughs> Talking about here's Titanic. what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about it. If you're out there, and I've read the book with you, I appreciate you never ask me what this meant because <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know until today. Yeah. Yeah. Just learned. Yeah. And I've read the book with a lot of people. <laughs> I've so have you, let me ask this you guys is this: basically the cheapest, lowest class accommodations you are to the most privileged and honored accommodations. Right. Exactly. And a lot of these little sayings in the big book we have found over this season so far is they really are polar opposites. Like they use very, you know, flowery words and phrases to describe. Mm-hmm. A vast difference, and a lot of times it's just to to show that there are so many different kinds of people in AA. Right. Like when we're here, we're alcoholics, and even playing field. So to change that into plain language, that's what they're going to do. They're going to like change. Well, I'm so stuff glad like you that. asked. Ask that's for what a we're translation, do. Chris. Ask for <laughs> a translation. Can I get a translation? Well, 
Okay, a translation. Thank you so much for asking, Chris. Yeah. Steerage to captain's table would be rags to riches. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, rags I have another riches. one for you if you prefer. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. From zero to hero. <laughs> There it is. That's the winner right there. Okay. Can you use that in the sentence, Shank? Can you use it in the sentence? If you would like the entire last sentence translated, we could say, after being saved from a sinking ship, everyone on the big boat feels like close friends, super happy, and equal, no matter if they're in the cheap seats or dining with the captain. Yes. (laughs) There it is. In the big boat. Ah, In the big boat. (laughs) Started from the bottom, now we're dealing with the captain. Zero to Started hero. from the bottom, now the whole team. <laughs> I that like is, it. Um, it. So you typically what we do to around this time is we decide if we're going to keep it how it is or if we want to translate it. Spoiler alert, I don't know that we have kept any of the translations thus far. I, I like it the way it is. Yeah. I like it the way it is, too. It's too cool, man. Do- I like that it is a little mysterious. You got to figure it out. Yeah. I like that part. All right. So y'all going to keep it? Greg? I'd keep it. Hold I mean, on. We got to ask I don't Gabe. think I Gabe, count. Gabe's, Gabe is like the, he's in his, he's young. He's young. He's, he's got different. Of course you count, Greg. <laughs> yeah, Greg, no, you can't. Gabe, you going to keep it or are you going zero to hero? I'm going to keep it, man. Dude, I was a, I was a poetry <laughs> minor. So, you know, you got to yeah. add some. What's that got to do with anything? You got to add some spice <laughs> to the language. He's trying Wayne. to say he understood it and the Bible about old timer didn't. No, what I'm saying is, you know, hey, good listen. literature doesn't read like a user manual. Right. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. That's good. Okay. I like that. All right, I'm kid. feeling that. Yeah, Wayne. <laughs> hey, so we're keeping it. We're keeping it. Nice. Uh, all right, let's move on. I know on. I sound like a modern version of Andy Griffith, but don't 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 <laughs> underestimate me. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> Okay, right. so next? our big book shrapnel number two, we have Scoff and Be Damned. This comes Ooh. from page three Scoff in the book damned. Alcoholics Anonymous. Did I spell uh, damned right? Fourth edition, in case you were curious. Okay. Drink was taking an important and exhilarating part of my life. There was loud talk in the jazz places uptown. Everyone spent in thousands and chattered in millions. Scofford could scoff and be damned. I made a host of fair weather friends. Mm. Scoffers. Scoff and be damned. I mean, haters are going to hate. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's that's what that means. Haters are going to hate. Haters are going to hate. Fuck them. Did you already know that was the translation? Don't hate the player, hate the game. (laughs) That's another good one. That's another good one. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah. so what is scoffers? What is it? What does it mean, Chris? To you, they're like psh, scoffing, like yeah, like writing you off, hating on you. Okay, right? That's scoffing. Yeah. Yes. Disapprove. Express you know, contempt. Contempt. Yeah. Or disbelief. Dis- yeah. Mm. The funny thing about that is, I did most of the scoffing when I was drinking. I would scoff at people, oh, especially no. like my dad or yeah. you know the first sergeant or the, the deputy would tell me things yeah. that were going to happen. I'm pro like, scoffer. Happened to me. Yeah, I was a pro <laughs> scoffer, and every bit of it happened. Negative I'm, I'm familiar with scoffing. The negative Nelly. <laughs> scoffing was so a good way to change it's direction. A variation. Scoff and be damned is a variation of a more common expression during that time, which was damn and be damned. 
Mm. Oh, there's the history. So instead, they kind of like changed it up, made their own little idiom, scoff and be damned instead of damn and be damned. That may have been like too many curse words in a sentence in the big book or something, you know? Mm. Interesting. That's it. So they were, they kind of, they probably at the time were like, this is cool. Scoff and be damned. <laughs> yeah. And now we're like, scoff and be damned. What is yeah. yeah. It was probably a little dramatic. Yep. Yep. Yeah. For Let's often. hear the translation. The translation is haters gonna hate. <laughs> Chris, uh, he must. <laughs> well, you must already heard it. In the she must already told you. Yeah. Add okay. it to the sentence. So if you want this in the sentence, we would have. Um, let's see. Everyone spent in thousands and chattered in millions. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a winner. See, I, nice. I That's a winner. I like that. I, like that. <laughs> I say you keep that. Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate, dog. I love. It. I mean, it just works in that sentence, though. You know, it does. I like it. <sighs> so you guys I are expect so all of you. If you have to read this paragraph at your home group or any meeting ever, you just replace "scoff and be damned" with "haters gonna hate." Haters gonna hate. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that. I don't think you'd get much kickback from people. I don't think people would be too upset. Oh, yo, you better. I guess it depends on where you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, so listen, are we going to, uh, we're taking the new translation. Haters going to hate. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. Man. I can't I mean, either. I love it, but I know I'm, I'm, despite what you, think, what, you I'm think? what you think, I'm a traditionalist. I love it, but you know, I, I'm a traditionalist yeah. too. I, yeah. I love that. Haters going to hate though. That's awesome. That's Poetry, Gabe. We got to make it like a T-shirt. And get some swag out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, haters gonna hate. I think, it, yeah, that's fine. You think it should be translated? <laughs> keep it the new one or no? No, no, no. Keep yeah, it, keep Gabe it. is. I think we've rubbed off on Gabe's yeah. as somewhat traditional with that kind of stuff. I am a little bit traditional. Yeah. So nice. Yeah, All right. Gonna, well, then yeah. we're keeping scoff and be damned. Scoff. All right. Okay. Damn. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> Hey, haters gonna hate. Yeah, they are. But you, you could okay, you, you could just so add it in. Though. Big book yeah. shrapnel number three. We have we've got a corker. This is from page one fifty six. Yeah. Uh, this is a little bit longer paragraph. Here we go. But life was not easy for the two friends. Plenty of difficulties presented themselves. Both saw that they must keep spiritually active. One day, they called up the head nurse of a local hospital. They explained their need and inquired if she had a first-class alcoholic prospect. She replied, yes, we've got a corker. He's just beaten up a couple of nurses. Goes off his head completely when he's drinking. But he's a grand chap when he's sober, though he's been in here eight times in the last six months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We've got a corker. We got We've a corker. got a corker, Does anybody boy. here know what corker so, means? I mean, like, Shane, like a us. nut job, okay, psychopath. So corker no? um, refers to someone or something that is excellent or, um, let's see, what do I have? Excellent, outstanding, or impressive. Impressive. So mm. when you have a corker, you have, like, a good prospect. I did not oh. know that. That's awesome. So Thank there you me. go. I so did not know instead that. of thinking that. that she's saying that he's a messed up guy, she's saying he's a great opportunity for you. Yes. He's a great that's, opportunity. Yeah. He's, that's yeah. right. Yeah. He's a fantastic what? prospect. Interesting. I never, I never knew that. I didn't either. Out of all I these. Just, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. That, that just, did either one job. of you know that? 
No, we th- I thought it was like a Cracker Jack nut job. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking popping the cork, yeah, right? Yeah. This guy never keeps the cork out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the a good one, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All okay, right. so would y'all like a translation? Yes, please. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so for this one, um, we've got a banger. A banger? Instead of a corker. <laughs> banger. <laughs> Yes, banger. We got a banger. That's great. Yeah. Ourselves a banger. Yes, amazing. We got a banger. We got a banger. That was almost like like talking about that song. That was a banger. That's exactly yes. what. Just yes. I gotta hear it in a sentence though. Okay, so in the sentence, let's see. One day, they called up the head nurse of a local hospital. They explained their need and inquired if she had a first class alcoholic prospect. She replied, yes, we've got a banger. <laughs> He's just beating up a nurse. Oh, man. That is That's so great. good. That's, That's so good. Oh, I love it. You don't we even have to have read to it anymore. I, I mean, what I'll say is this. Is you may not banger. agree with the translation, what they're doing, but either way, it's, it sounds like it could be a banger. You know, It could <laughs> be a banger, dude. Wow. I love it. I love it. Nice. I love it. Well, I propose this is my personal opinion here that instead of translating to banger, we just start using corker. Like, let's bring yes. that back yeah. now that we all yeah. know what it means. Now we I know what we it means. Just yeah. start describing things as a corker. I kind of like that. Yeah. The KYP. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'll use it on Friday night. I don't know if it's got oh, legs. Yes. Good idea, yes. I'll be honest. I don't think it's got legs. <laughs> I mean, oh. you know, because people could be like, what'd you say? I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna this is where I would use it. I'd say, like, hey, Gabe, you should get Alaska Greg to come out and lead the meeting. He's gonna give a real banger of a talk. Or no, real corker. A real corker, corker of a talk. <laughs> and Gabe could be like, I'm not talking. I'm not calling that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This talk was a real corker tonight. Yeah. <laughs> he really he really did get him to lead the He did. Yeah, I mean, he did. You know, he did. He's just bottom yeah. feeding off our guests. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm glad I did it. No regrets. <laughs> well, I think we should bring Corker back. I I, I would like agree. It just so, sounds good. We could try. What a heavy. Yeah. Okay. So does that mean legs. we're we're not we're not keeping the translation? It's. I so do not good. believe we are. But it's so good. It is pretty good. I like it. Shane, yeah, was yeah. that? Or is it you that writes these? You both yeah. come up with. Them. Yeah. You both come up with them. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I would say God. this: if you haven't, if you haven't uh, checked out Alcoholics Live, you, you should, have you to. Should, you got to check it out. Please. They have great guests. They had. I, I listened to not the one that just came out yesterday, but the one from last week. They have a guest on named Otis, and it's a it's a corker of an episode. I'll tell you. It's a corker. Now, yeah. Now I'm going to have to get a podcast. I'm going to have to start listening to podcasts. You got to listen to it. Alcoholics yeah, Alive. Definitely. It's on Spotify. Can, it's on Apple Music everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. If Thank you don't you listen to it, you can just be scoffed and be damned. There you go. There you go. There it is. Haters, Haters going to hate. hate. Haters going to hate. <laughs> well, we Thank appreciate you guys, you guys being on. We, we are love out you guys. of time. Yeah, love you. Thank you so much. Thanks, thanks for having us. Alaska Greg, thanks for coming on. Guys, thanks so much. It's been that an honor awesome. and a privilege. Yeah, man. really great to see you and catch thanks. up. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week. Next week. With a real corker of a guest. <laughs> if you don't come back, you're a hater. Yes. Hater's going yeah, to hate. Scoffers, be scoffed. Yeah. And be damned. <laughs> and be damned.
Oh, let's keep... 